Hey, shalom, shalom, family. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Bread Podcast. Where we read the word of you all daily. And the Daily Bread Podcast is presented to you by Living for Yahoo Ministries. We are your hosts here. I'm Daliyahu, here alongside my talented wife. Khafatiba. Yes. And we're here to read another chapter. This is what we do. Today we're reading out the book of Exodus or Shemot. And we will be reading chapter 8. So, before we start reading, we just open up our day, open up our session with prayer. We clear our hearts and clear our minds. Uh, but before we get into prayer, we got to give you guys a short recap of where we at today. Being up to chapter 8 in Exodus, in case this is your first episode. Um, what you need to know is, what they need to know first. Maybe you can explain it better than I can. Chapter 7, we had um, the water turning into blood. Yes, that's a good recap. Exactly. The plays have begun. The plays have begun. Moses is coming to Pharaoh, crying on behalf of the people. Let my people go. We know that the Hebrews came into Egypt because of a famine. They ended up staying in Egypt because Joseph was ruler there. So um, now they got into slavery and they're oppressing the people. And Elohim has seen it. Moses has made himself a stench into his master and fled Egypt. He saw the face of Elohim. Elohim sent him back and told him to be the one to go to Pharaoh and free the people. But the plagues have begun because Pharaoh is not listening. Yep, that power that the Most High told Moses he was giving him, he's executing it now. He's going toe-to-toe toe toe with the magicians. Yeah. So we're we going to see in this competition who's going to be the victor. Uh-huh. So, that's it. We're on chapter 8. It's time to see how the tables turn. All right. So, uh, that's a short recap. Just know that we're in the midst of the exodus. 5,000 years ago we were, and right now today, we are. So, mm-hmm. just know the Bible is current events. You should be reading it. You should be paying attention to it. And you should be listening. So, all praise to you who that you in the right place. So, <clears throat> without any further ado, let's open up a prayer so we can open up, we can get into the Word and see what the Word of Yehuda, uh can reveal to us. So, um... If possible, let's stand, face the direction of the temple, spread our palms, open our hands, and pray to the same mighty one that Moses did. Baruch Atah Yehuah, Amalak Ulam, our Father who is in the heavens, permit your name to be set apart, permit your reign to come, permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We make supplication and we ask and we pray that you give us this day our daily bread. We ask that you forgive us for our sins and our trespasses against your Torah and your commands as we forgive our dead doors. We also pray and ask that you uh, allow us not to be led into trial or hardship or adversity, but, but that you save us and deliver us from the wicked one, 
for yours, Yahuwah, is the reign or the kingdom, the power, and the esteem, now and forever. So, uh, Yahuwah, we just want to um, make supplication to you as we start our day. Come before you with praise, honor, thanksgiving, with hearts full of gratitude. Just thanking you for waking us up. Thank you for bringing us to this point and giving us another day. And uh, as you continue to lead us, guide us, strengthen us, encourage us. And uh, just uh, give us the time to continue to do what we need to do. And uh, <clears throat> we'll forever be grateful. So these things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign Yahusha. Hello, you who? Hello, you who? To the you who? To the you who? Hallelujah. Yes, yes. All praises to you who? So, with that being said and that being done, let's get into Exodus or Shemuk, chapter 8, verse 1. Then Yahuwah said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says Yahuwah, Let my people go that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will plague your country with frogs. And we are forgetting about this plague, but oh, how devastating frogs are, right? Hey. That's one thing I can only imagine. Yeah, right. Verse 3. The Nile will swarm with frogs that will come up into your house, into your bedroom, and on your bed, and into, your, into the house of your servant and your people, and into your ovens and your kneading bowls. The frogs will come up on you and on your people and on all your servants. And you yeah, that definitely <clears throat> like bring kind of small terror, you know? Yeah, terror. Because they it's jump. Creepy. It's a plague. Yeah, right, because they, they jump. So you, you, you need your bread and the creature jumped on your face, jumped in your bowl. Yeah. You laying down somebody and jumped in your bed. And them things, they jump high. So, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. The fraud will come upon you and your people and all your servants. And Yahuwah said to Moses, Say to Aharon, Stretch out your hand with your staff over the rivers, over the canals, and over the pools, and make frogs come up on the land of Egypt. So, yeah, we, we right in the midst of the plagues right now. Like I said, it just started last family, last chapter family. But I think for me, when I read it, it's just refreshing because I read this before, but it's like, you don't even remember, like, plagues, the, um, I don't know, I think the simple terrors that Yahuwah can bring, because it's not like he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah with, with fire from the sky, you know, but here he he obviously giving them time because he wants them to, but he bringing natural disasters, and that's, mm -hmm. I love that, mm -hmm. because it's not something like, you know, like you see in the movie or whatever, but it's something only Yahuwah could do, it's something he controlled, he created frogs, mm -hmm. like frogs, like, nobody's scared of frogs, but you got a million frogs right. jumping around everywhere. It's like, what is this? It's just very um, unique type of punishment. You know, it's, it's something that you can only say, oh, you who did this. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting. Even in today's times, we feel the same way. You see a whole lot of something. It's all of that's most, that's from the most high. It's a, it's a plague. It's a punishment. Yeah, punishment. Right. So that's crazy. So verse 6. So Aharon stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Mazarin. But the magicians did the same <clears throat> by their secret arts and made frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Wow. <clears throat> like you said, it's a competition going on right here. Mm -hmm. 
Verse 8. Then Pharaoh called Moses and Aharon and said, Plead with Yahuwah to take away the frogs from me and from my people, and I will let the people go to sacrifice to Yahuwah. Moses said to Pharaoh, Be pleased to command me when I am to plead for you and for your servants and for your people, that the frogs may be cut off from you and your household and be left only in the Nile. Moses told him, like, yo, just ask. All you got to do is ask. You got to listen. Verse 10. He said, tomorrow, Moses said, be it as you say, so that you may know <clears throat> that there is none, no one like Yahuwah our Elohim. And we got to remember, this is the point. You know, Yahuwah is really speaking to us. He's speaking through this generation, this particular generation we're reading about. But the point was... You know, he raised Pharaoh up to make a name in the earth just to say, <clears throat> for Yahuwah, just to use him to make a name for himself. Yahuwah did. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Yahuwah doing this for his name's sake. No one like Yahuwah. Verse 11. The frogs will go away from you and your house and your servants and your people. They will be left only in the now. So Moses and Aharon went out from Pharaoh. And Moses cried to Yahuwah about the frogs as he had agreed with Pharaoh. And Yahuwah did according to the word of Moses. The frogs died out in his houses, the courtyards, and the fields. And they gathered them in heaps, and, and, and the land stank. But when Pharaoh saw that there was a respite, he hardened his heart and would not listen to them as Yahuwah had said. Then Yahuwah said to Moses, Say to Aharon, stretch out there. I just think it's funny that Yahuwah didn't have the frogs just hop on on out of there. Mm, they died. They had to die, make yeah. everything stink, and they had to clean it up. Right. Frogs didn't just go They couldn't make it easy for you. Y'all just die and have them rotten and stinking, and y'all got to clean that mess up. Yeah, that's very interesting. They ain't just some, leave. No, it's an aftermath, always. It's an aftermath. It's a punishment. At the end of the day, it's a punishment. Yeah. So, it's not just a blessing. Verse, verse 16. Then Yahuwah said to Moses, <clears throat> Say to Aharon, Stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the earth, so that it may become gnats in all the land of Egypt. Wow. Some interesting plagues, man. Mm -hmm. Water turned to blood, the first one. Then you got frogs, now you got the gnats. And you know what? I, I would say Pharaoh short-sighted because it's like you know, help me, help me, and you, and, and, and you come to this agreement, but then your your heart, your heart, your heart again. But you don't never say, well, they can always come back and and do it again. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You ain't never thinking that far ahead. Like, well, if I don't right. do, that's a great point. <laughs> if I don't do my part, they gonna just go and put something else on me, right. or bring you back, whatever would be we already got relief from. Which is why they had to come back with something different ten times, because he just ain't listening. Yeah. But we know, like you said, first short sighted, but you were telling us he gonna make his heart hard. Right. This thing is because of him. So it's just interesting. So. So the land became gnats. It became gnats in all the land of Egypt. Verse 17. And they did so. Aaron stretched out his hand with his staff and struck the dust of the earth. And there were gnats on the man and beast. All the dust of the earth became gnats in all the land of Egypt. The magicians. And that's something that I'll explain to the kids when I do the Passover lesson with them. Mm-hmm. 
because they like, what's a gnat? And, right, you know, that's a good point. <laughs> and they, um, when they says the dust, you know, because the gnats really be the same size mm-hmm. as the dust, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, sometimes you walk into a little a net cloud or whatever like that. So I had to really like give them the visual of it, you know. But it, it tell you how how small the nets are. So it's flying dust, and it's flying all in your dust, face. Basically. Yeah, and it, it it's not like flying past you. It's flying, and it's like in yes, your face, just standing yes. still. Like. What? And it's a pestilence. It's a pestilence. It's a nuisance. It's like a nuisance. if you if it ever rained and you went outside, and you see all the them little gnats in the air. Mm-hmm. You can't walk through it. You can't run through it. It's just gonna be on you. Get in your eyes. Get on your head. Get on everything. And uh, it's a nuisance. Mm-hmm. Very interesting though. Gnats. Yeah. And you describe. You know. Very irritating. <laughs> very irritating. And it's just something very interesting. They describe this in the Bible, and it's something we know what it is clearly, and it's something we see that they had since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. So, very interesting problem. It's almost like in heaven they just turned up the volume. Like, right. You got gnats already. You got frogs already. You got all this stuff already. Let me just turn it up and make them increase. Right. And just show you what they can do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you turn up the volume. <laughs> Verse 18. The magicians tried by their secret arts to produce gnats. But they could not. So there were gnats on man and beast. <clears throat> then the magician said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of Elohim. The finger of Elohim. So there is a difference. There's a distinction there for go. all of you black magic wannabes. You'll never be, you never have that power from your high. You're limited. And then once you get to that limit, then you recognize who Elohim is. Now you know you're in trouble. For real. Verse 19. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of Elohim. But Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them as he, as Yahuwah had said. Then Yahuwah said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and present yourself to Pharaoh as he goes out to the water, and say to him, Thus says Yahuwah, Let my people go that they may serve me. Or else, if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servant and your people and into your household and the houses of the Egyptians will be filled with swarms of flies and also the ground on which you stand but on that day I will set apart the land of Goshen where my people dwell so that no swarms of flies will be there that you may know that I am Yahuwah in the midst of the earth and I just think it's interesting again the natural disasters flies, gnats, um, frogs because you know, it's like when you think about your whore, I don't want to say like, I don't know how about I say this ain't this is not what you think about. Maybe that's what I want to say because we know even when his own our own people was in the wilderness, uh, Karak, and they had a rebellion against Moses and all this stuff. He made the earth open up and swallow people. He killed people like with a pestilence, like just killed them dead. So I think it's interesting to see how he able to turn up the volume, but still in a correct and chastising way. Mm-hmm. Like people not dying, but you getting punishments and plagues like mm-hmm. it's very interesting so it's just interesting to note and see he got a lot of tools in his tool belt he could just kill pharaoh all the tools. right exactly <laughs> exactly that's the point he got all the tools in the tool belt he because he doing like this soft stuff it's mm-hmm. soft but it's still a, a nuisance yeah but it's interesting because we know he's so much more terrible he, he's so much so more much fearful you know he fear fear fearing 
fear, you know, so uh, it's interesting because he could have just made like an earthquake, but then the land would have been like completely destroyed, worse. And destroyed, uh, Yeah, <laughs> it would have been destroyed, worse. Because oh. if you get an earthquake, it's like, you know, coming back from that. You can't say repent now because you done broke the pyramids and had everything broke. <laughs> so he would have really messed them up. <laughs> but if you said that, it's like, okay, I can send that to tell you to repent. And then it could be going tomorrow mm-hmm. or something like that. But it's just interesting the degrees of punishment. You know, it's like mm-hmm. very interesting to note because he got so much. Like you said, he got all the tools in his tool belt. But I think it's interesting to see that. <clears throat> that Allah will send something that's that's irritating and and, and to, to get you to repent and yeah. you ignore it like man get out of here yeah. and then he'll send you a messenger out of your own camp because he sent him his own uh, magicians and right. said no this is Alhim and you send your messenger out of your own camp saying oh no I think the most high trying to get your attention I think you need to you know pay attention to that and it's like eh Right, whatever right now, you, now you're going to see it get worse yeah of course and a lot of people not everybody people who are discerning of the most high spirit that this, this is enough you of know course. what i'm saying but hard-headed people they're going to wait until you ain't got you crying and then it's, then it's like oh i'm sorry no this is like i said this current event family because obviously we know you were heart and feral heart but this was again to make a name for himself in the earth and we know the report of what happened in Egypt. It went out to all the nations. They knew what what time was. They knew us by the destruction that happened in Egypt. And uh, just imagine these days, you know, because we still got you know devil worshippers and all the satanic community and societies going on. And they say it's gonna be worse these days. So I think it's an interesting book to be reading. And it's an interesting time to be reading it for everybody who ears this touching, like to to just get on board and understand, like. The power, the esteem of Yahuwah, and his strength, you know. Yeah, his strength, but also his mercy, because mercy for sure. even on the personal level, you'll see that he's he do one thing, and then he'll stop. He'll do another thing, and then he'll stop. Like, it takes time before you get to that point where he take you all the way to your knees. Yeah. But no, it's coming because some people believe that if that don't come, you right. know, that you get chance after chance. Yeah, you get a lot of chances, but you, at some point, you you finna be face to face with that spirit of death. Face to face. So we not gonna send that message like you can't, uh, like you can't die. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like you can't be taken off this earth. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So you you could try him if you want to with all that mercy, mercy, mercy. No. You can do whatever you want. Can't do whatever you want, and he gonna sh- he gonna show you and show you, and then he's just gonna take you up out of here. Uh So, uh, verse twenty. So I'm reading nineteen again. The magician said to Pharaoh, "This is the finger of Elohim." But Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them as Yahuwah had said. Then Yahuwah said to Moses, mm-hmm. "Rise up early in the morning." And present yourself to Pharaoh as he goes out to the water and say to him, Thus says Yahuwah, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Hmm? Or else, if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servants and your people and into your houses. And the houses of the Egyptians will be filled with swarms of flies and also the ground on which they stand. Wow. 
But on the day, <clears throat> on that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen where my people dwell, so that no swarms of flies will be there. That you may know that I am Yahuwah in the midst of the earth. And you see, not only did we got to the point where the magicians of Egypt can't replicate these plagues or these miracles, but now he's setting apart Yasharal territory as well. Like I'm showing you clearly, this is me. My people are not affected, but your people are. And um, you know, you can only help but think. You can't help but think like. What does that look like this time? Well, I was about to say, it's also in time prophecy. Yeah, for sure. You know, you're not going to be taken off the earth. Right. You have to go through it. Right. But you will be protected in it mm. if you are truly here. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So, that's what he's saying. Verse 22. But on that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen where my people dwell so that no swarms of flies will be there. That you may know that I am a in the midst of the earth. Thus, I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow, this sign will happen. <clears throat> and Yahuwah did so. There came great swarms of flies into the house of Pharaoh and into his servants' houses. Throughout all the land of Egypt, the land was ruined by the swarms of flies. Then Pharaoh called Moses and Aharon and said, <clears throat> Go, slaughter to your Elohim within the land. Now he trying to give a concession. He did not ask for that. <laughs> Go ahead, serve you in my, in Egypt. Why? Verse twenty six. But Moses said it would not be right to do so, for the offerings we will sacrifice to you who are all here are an abomination to the Egyptians or to the Masoretes. If we sacrifice offerings abominable to the Egyptians before their eyes, will they not stone us? We must go three days journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to Yahuwah our Elohim as he tells us. They've been very obedient. Also understand that sometimes he tells you he separates you. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's the exodus and they have a permanent separation. But what they was <laughs> really just asking for was a couple, just a small time to go and do what they needed to do and come back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Or at least that's how they present it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just yeah. let us go do our ceremony and, you know, we'll be back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and it's, you know, because it's just like, I can't, I can't consecrate myself to the most high in front of you or among you because you're not, we're not on the same team. Mm -hmm. So, you find that you're trying to do your consecration in the midst of people who, who not really want it and they, and they irritate them. You know what I'm saying? They hate, they hate that. You know what I'm saying? So, you got to leave. Mm -hmm. Verse 28. So Pharaoh said, I will let you go to slaughter or sacrifice to Yahuwah your Elohim in the wilderness. Only you must not go very far away. Plead with me. Pharaoh trying to talk. Hey, work with me now. Now he's trying <laughs> to make all type of... He politicking. Then Moses said, Behold, I am going out from you and will plead with Yahuwah that the swarms of flies may depart from Pharaoh. From his servants and from his people tomorrow only let not Pharaoh cheat again by not letting the people go to sacrifice to Yahuwah but you know this also paints a picture of Mashiach right mm. because <clears throat> with Mashiach he give you like I said mercy or whatever but he know what you finna do he already Moses already know that his heart is Mm -hmm. his heart and he playing games you know what I'm saying but he's still gonna come pray for him mm -hmm. and he's still gonna 
take the plague off of him. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because he asked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like kind of lose to, to Michelle too because he already know the beginning from the end. I mean, I know the end from the beginning. So mm -hmm. I already know you finna play. But you asked me to do this for you and I'm going to do it. Yeah, for sure. So Moses went out from Pharaoh. Verse 30. Moses went out from Pharaoh and prayed to Yahuwah. And Yahuwah did as Moses asked and removed the swarm of flies from Pharaoh, from his servant and from his people. Not one remained. Verse 32. But Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also and did not let the people go. And, um, yeah, it's so interesting because the more we read it, it's like you can see the the modern politics in it. You know, they're making a request to the leader, the governor, you know, it's like politics is like we begging for civil rights, we begging for mm -hmm. different things in, in somebody's society. Mm -hmm. And they, they telling you one thing, but you're not getting that at all. Uh, and we uh, seeing it right uh, now. We see the same thing. Like we always begging for something. Uh, give us this, give us equal rights. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give it to you, you know what I'm saying? Except back then we had more power. Back then in Egypt, yeah, yeah they had more power, I guess. But you know, you see the back and forth. It's a negotiation, but the the ruling party not really, they're not taking you too serious. They not they don't really they take you as they don't take you as a threat, and they take you as just a servant asking for something that you don't really deserve. So mm -hmm. it's just interesting how you know the, the back and forth because they didn't just leave, you know, and they didn't just get violent. There was some politics involved. Like they want they had a lot of uh, talks, peace talks, and mm -hmm. domestic talks, and. You know the leaders from each side talking, 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 but it's like you see what happened. Like it never really worked out. You gotta separate yourself. That's always the answer. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, like the modern and com contemporary lessons and um, just arrangements you can you can you can gather from the scriptures. Like it's best to separate yourself. Cause then that is where you get the true power. Because right. they don't really get recognized <laughs> as a nation. And the 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 the, the, um, the report of what happened in Egypt kind of solidified um, that fear and that respect for them as a nation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like once you come out and people see how you come out and how you gathered yourself and and you feeding yourself, it's like because in this room they was being fed. Mm -hmm. So now you gotta come out and you feeding yourself and you doing good by yourself and stuff like that. Then that's when that respect comes. Yeah. It's almost like as long as you're dependent, nobody respects you. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I'm feeding you. I'm talking about going to pray to Yahuwah, but y'all eat my food. Uh -huh. So, very interesting. Um, yeah, man. Tap in with us, family. Join the conversation. Let us know what you think about the episode. Interact with us in the question and answer segment. Follow us on the social media. Um, follow the podcast. You can able to. You able to. Become a follower of the podcast so that you get updated when uh, when we drop an episode. It's, it's like the notification bell and uh, things like that. But we appreciate you guys reading with us, walking with us, for joining us. Uh, until the next chapter, family. Shalom. Shalom.